Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to another episode of Life as a Nephrologist. I'm your new host, uh, Corey Cavanaugh, Assistant Professor of Nephrology at the University of Virginia. Um, the purpose of this podcast is that we uh, discuss uh, with nephrologists and various uh, professionals in the field to give learners, uh, residence fellows and such, uh, an idea of what being a nephrologist uh, can be like as it's much more diverse I think than uh, most appreciate. So I'm happy to welcome uh, Dr. Dan Wiener uh, of Tufts, a medical center in Boston. Uh, Dr. Wiener, if unless you've been living under a rock for 10 years, uh, he's very active in many facets of nephrology. Uh, he's a clinical investigator. Uh, he's active on the ASN quality and policy committees, uh, and he's uh, the former deputy editor of HKD and the current editor in chief uh, of the Primer on Kidney Disease. Uh, and uh, most importantly, uh, for the purposes of this podcast, he's uh, uh, Editor-in-Chief of Kidney Medicine, uh, a new journal uh, by NKF. So, uh, Dr. Wiener, thank you and, and welcome and uh, uh, happy to talk. Well, thanks so much for having me. So, so let's uh, dive right in. So um, it is now uh, the one-year mark uh, in which uh, Kidney Medicine has been released. So how is it going so far? I think it's going great. When we first um, talked about launching this with the National Kidney Foundation and the publisher at Elsevier, there was a lot of hesitancy. We didn't think, we were not sure that there would be an audience for another open access, another journal in the kidney space, and in particular an open access journal. This was summer of 2018 was when um, the NKF um, first approached me about this. And we were talking about maybe getting 40 or 50 submissions in that first nine months or so. In reality, we ended up getting more than 200 submissions in our first year. We've published about wow. 60 articles um, over 12 months. And I think the most remarkable thing for me is, is the articles are actually good. These are all things that people are interested in reading. There's a lot more qualitative research, getting at how people are feeling and how um, patients and their care partners interact with the kidney space. There's some great epidemiologic articles and some other really fantastic research that for whatever reason did not find a place in other journals and, and has found a place in kidney medicine. So this is uh, this is what fascinates me is that that we, we flip to the the prototypical journals, I think the mainstream ones, uh, uh, AJKD, uh, C. Jason, and that sort of thing. And, and there's some brilliant, brilliant research in there. Uh, and yet, um, you, you know, you wonder how much is being overlooked, how much is is unfortunately turned down. Um, so, so in your experience at AJKD was, you know, is that is that a part of your passion? Is I, I don't want to see these valuable studies being pushed off or or neglected, so to speak. That's a great question. When I was at AJKD, there were, in the last year I did AJKD, we probably had about 1,600 submissions. And we took probably about 120 of them uh, to give an idea. And wow. there were a lot of great articles um, that didn't get into AJKD. But yet they all had at least one element in them that was really interesting, potentially very influential. It may not have been sufficiently original for AJKD or Jason or C. Jason. It may have just been confirming something that we already know, but mm -hmm. it requires mm -hmm. confirmation. 
it may have been a negative clinical study, but there were a lot of things out there, just really important and consequential work that people were doing and that patients and participants had given time to helping out with this research that just was not getting published. And so I, I was optimistic that there would be some really good content out there for us to include. Yeah, I, um, I had the chance to, uh, and through the months, been looking through kidney medicine and, and really dug in the last issue. Um, yeah, it's certainly uh, diverse, but uh, I was most struck about uh, a, a few of the articles that are really investigating you know, patient-centered outcomes, uh, and specifically qualitative studies looking at uh, the experience of families and patients going through end-stage kidney disease care. Um, would you say there's there's a particular uh, theme or or uh, thrust emotional thrust behind uh, the journal? It, you know, if you could if you could uh, characterize its personality, how would you how would you characterize it? I think we want to be able to publish things that are really truly important to patients and to patients' lives. Things that may not be purely traditional research, things that may focus in more on experience and how interactions occur um, between patients, their care partners, the healthcare team. Mm -hmm. as, as these people have very challenging conditions try to navigate their healthcare. Um, this, this sort of research, uh, in particular qualitative research, and I don't want to shrug off quantitative research, which I think is sure. very important as a lot of what I've done, but I think it's really been lacking a home in the kidney, um, in the kidney journal space. Absolutely. There's so much valuable that can be learned from it that we wanted to make sure that that type of research had a home um, at, at the NKF's new journal at Kidney Medicine. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, you know, in the in the theme of this podcast, we're really trying to get down to to your your life as a nephrologist. Um, you know, you, you've been an editor in, in uh, uh, for a number of years now. Where did this this passion come from? How did you how did you discover this about yourself and and uh, adhere to it so well? So that's a really hard question. I, I think I'm like <laughs> a lot of nephrologists. I like doing a lot of different things. Uh, I really like taking care of patients, um, but at the same time, I don't think that that's the only thing that I want to do. I, I like doing research, um, although I like doing research more than I like writing grants, um, which is a little bit of a problem. Um, and I, I really like learning. Um, and I think the world of journals and the world of publishing allows me both to continue to learn um, because I'm reading mm -hmm. new things every day, um, knowledge that other people are generating. And it gives me new ideas for how I approach my patients on a day-to-day -day basis. But it also gives me um, the ability to really help get important information out there and hopefully help get important information out there in a better way than it came to a journal when it was initially submitted. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and I think that's a, it's a really important thing. One, one of the things that I discovered, um, especially at AJKD, but also at Kidney Medicine, is just how important it is to be a good communicator when, when you're a doctor and when you're a researcher. Mm -hmm. And a key aspect of communicating is being able to write well. So mm -hmm. the ability to put thoughts 
and knowledge down into into publication to put it into words and to disseminate it effectively is a really important skill to have and mm. hopefully with the various different NKF journals and the primer on kidney diseases I've been able to help other people do that absolutely yeah it takes uh I I don't have much writing experience personally but it you you become I think so much more careful on your words when when you have that experience of putting things on paper and then you go back to the patient and um interesting so so uh in terms of your exposure in training uh in editing uh do you have any recommendations i mean i don't know if there are many uh diehard writers that are also uh, nephrology trainees out there but uh in terms of of advice for them on how to break into the space of writing and and uh contributing to to the creation of of articles and journals do you have a any recommendations or how did you do it? How did you get there? Well, I, I've always enjoyed writing. Um, my mom was a high school English teacher and from the oh, days wow. she used to have me uh, help grade when I was not in high school, but help grade her students' work. Um, that's a secret, don't tell anybody. Um, but uh, <laughs> but I've, always, like, I've always paid attention to this. It's sort of been ingrained in me from a young age. But I think the real key is um, to it, it, to, to practice. I mean, writing is not something, mm -hmm. it's not a skill that you're born with. Writing mm -hmm. is a skill that you develop and refine over time. And the more you do it, and the more you collaborate with people who have communication skills um, and are good writers, the better you yourself will get. I think it's also really important to reread um, everything that you write, um, especially the key points of an article or a submission that are going to be looked at. So rereading an abstract before you submit it um, for a journal publication is absolutely critical because mm -hmm. if an abstract is very poorly written. The editor is going to stop there. They're going to say, you know, this person can't write and this is going to be too much work for me to get this uh -huh. into a state where I'm going to be able to publish this. This is especially if this is a hint of what's to come in the rest of the paper, and it's going to be easier just to reject it. Um, I see. I see. Especially if you're at the highest impact factor, highest profile journals. If you start off and you lose somebody in the first thirty seconds of reading, you're not going to be able to get that back. So, yeah. really developing, refining these skills, and, and not being afraid to ask for help from people who are more experienced in this as you learn how to improve over time. Right, right. It's, um, you know, it's not something I think that's necessarily uh, formally trained in a lot of programs. So I, um, I hear you and I, I agree, you kind of have to uh, push yourself out there and keep trying because those, those situations don't just, you know, hopefully your attendance give you an opportunity to write as a trainee, but, uh, you know, that doesn't always happen. So, uh, yeah, that really rings true for me as, uh, as a, as a, new faculty and just out of fellowship that you know you really really have to keep trying and keep trying and i did also did some formal clinical research training and at tufts um, in the program that i engaged in here um, during fellowship there was actually writing class so we would practice writing 
grants, writing papers, writing a method section, oh, wow. writing introductions, so on and so forth. People who are current journal editors would kind of go back and revise them, comment on them. And in this editor process, we would continue to build our skills actually in a, in a more formal setting. Um, yeah. and, and that sort of research training, that kind of clinical research training is really helpful in, in terms of developing a career in the space. Interesting. Interesting. Well, uh, you know, getting back to, to kidney medicine, um, you know, we see this, uh, it's, it's a, a good sign, at least from my perspective, that there's, there's valuable research out there that is highly worthy of publication and it has an outlet. Uh, could you, could you tell us a little bit about the, the submission process and the review process, uh, for, for possible contributors, uh, on your new journal? Uh, yeah. So you can, just like any other journal, you can submit directly um, through the online editorial manager program. We also take um, articles that um, have been rejected at American Journal of Kidney Diseases. So there's a waterfall process, um, okay. which an article can get transferred seamlessly behind the scenes from AJKD to kidney medicine. We will also take articles that have been elsewhere um, and have reviews from other um, other kidney journals or other general medicine journals um, and have been rejected there. And we'll use those reviews actually as part of our own peer review process in order to expedite um, the review and publication process. And then the system works just like most other journals. We have a statistical editor. So every paper that has statistics in it um, does get a detailed statistical review just to ensure that what is being shown is valid and the data that it being shown are presented in an appropriate manner, because the, the last thing we want to do is publish something that doesn't have strong validity. Yeah, and yeah exactly. try to work this process as quickly as possible. Yeah, so that's a uh, um, you know obviously I have much less experience, but in terms of the the turnaround time of uh, of acceptance to to publication, is that. Uh, uh, a little uh, different for kidney medicine as compared to AJKD, or or can you share some of that? It depends on. It's entirely dependent on reviewers. If we have an article that comes to us with reviewers, we'll turn it around within two weeks. Wow, great! And the longest portion of that is we get a third review, um, which is a statistical review that we then need to incorporate. So that takes a little bit of time. Um, other articles, it's entirely dependent on our ability to find reviewers. And this has actually been a real challenge. So if anybody's listening to this and you want to be a reviewer for a journal, please just let me know and we can send you lots of articles to review. But with a lot of journals out there, there's a lot of competition to find reviewers and everybody yeah. is exceptionally busy. So finding reviewers has proven to be our biggest challenge, especially with a new journal that doesn't have a huge reputation yet. Right. Right, right. Getting, getting. Well, that's that's what we're here for. We're getting the word out so people can 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 flip the page or turn on their browser and 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 see the valuable work that's being published. That that is okay. Cool. That is yeah. Without without uh, thinking twice. So um, well, thank you, thank you. This has uh, uh, been a nice experience uh, for me getting getting to know the editor in chief. I got to say, uh, the primary kidney diseases was my very first book. Uh, as a trainee. So your name was the first name I ever read in nephrology. 
And so this is a, a bit of a moment for me to, to come sort of first full circle like this, but um, that, that book got me hooked. So uh, at least in my opinion, you're doing a great job. <laughs> uh, so uh, I thank you for, for being on and talking and, and sharing your wisdom. Oh, that, that's really nice of you to say. Thank you so much for having me.